What's up, Totally Naked Nation? It is your girl, Dom. And we have the usual suspects, April, Jax. Unfortunately, Dante couldn't be here with us today, but we do have a special guest. And that special guest is the mother of our very own Robert Jackson's children, Pache. Woo! (laughs) We're so excited to have her on this show, y'all. We're going to be breaking it down for y'all when we get to that portion of the show. But before we get there, we have another soapbox, hot topic situation um, that we were talking about prior to the show. And of course, we're bringing it to the show. I'm going to kick this off and send it over to my girl, April, because she got a little bit more details for us. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to jump into the, to the main course. All right. Well, first and foremost, happy Father's Day to Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yes. Like, we're going to give you gold star for father of the decade. Yes. But to (laughs) all the fathers out there that watch and follow us, we love you. We just think the world of you. I think that so often that men don't get the recognition that they, as much recognition as women. And I think that especially for those fathers who are doing what God has intended for them to do, which is to lead, to be able to rear their children and bring them up in a godly manner. Like that should be recognized. And I just, I think the world of Jackson for that, like he is an example of what a man and what fatherhood looks like. But then I think at the end of the day, there are tons of fathers that don't always get that recognition. So we, we admire you. We love you guys today. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Happy Father's like Day, Jack. Thank so, you. Speak, speaking of fathers, all right. So we got Donald Trump as a father, as we have <laughs> Obama. So this is what happened. All right. So I'm going through one of my feeds uh, just earlier, like earlier this week. And I'm looking and I see a picture of Obama. And it said, Happy Obama Day. And I was just so thrilled. And it was like, I think they even referenced that it was Obama's birthday. And so my birthday's May 26th. And I know that I don't, as Christians, sometimes we look at Zodiacs and we'd be like, oh, a Zodiac, you know, I don't know, but I'm a Gemini. And so Gemini's get a lot of flack about us being, uh, you know, wishy-washy, whatever, but Gemini's in the house. So I'm like, oh snap, Obama's a Gemini too. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, like, you know, the president of the United States, the first African-American president of the United States who looked like me is a Gemini, you know, I could be a president too. So I was just thrilled. I was so happy. So I go and look it up and I'm like, I didn't even know that President Obama, I can't believe that he's a Gemini. And I go and look and it wasn't President Obama's birthday. (laughs) And in fact, it was Donald Trump's birthday. (laughs) So to my dismay, Donald Trump is a Gemini, just like myself. <laughs> so I was shocked to see that Donald Trump was the one that was a Gemini and not, and not President Obama. But anyway, so the thing was, is like everybody just went on this bandwagon of posting pictures of President Obama on June 14th as Obama Day. So it's Obama Day because nobody's feeling President Trump. So I just thought that that was the most interesting thing and wanted to know what you guys thought about. Were y'all celebrating Obama Day? I I, I was not (laughs) celebrating Obama Day, but I was... Anybody who knows me knows I love petty. I like, I love pettiness. Uh, For some reason, it's a guilty pleasure. So my thing is for them to turn uh, Trump's birthday into... Obama Appreciation Day was just for me it was hysterical like it is I, I think it's great because you know how much he disdains Obama how much he doesn't like Obama how much he wants to change everything Obama ever did um and for for people to to, to flip it, it was great like I, I'm I love it I love it yeah okay so I'm gonna tell y'all the truth too so I didn't really know what was going on I just opened up my social media and I seen all these Obama pictures and everything like that so I'm just like, okay, they tried it. Like, they trying to make this a Barack Obama day. Now, I'm not going to tell y'all no lie. I'm not going to be, I I, I got to be truthful. This is totally naked. I said, dang, I wanted to jump on that bandwagon so bad. Uh, but that Christian was rising up. Holy Spirit's rising up in me. You know what I'm saying? So I did not participate. But let me tell you, okay, that flesh side was Black Lives Matter all day, uh, Obama day. Um, because you know, Obama you, know, Dan, lie, you didn't you didn't post this picture up. I didn't post this picture up. No, 
because she Holy just, Spirit was like, like slow your roll, slow she down, like slow down. She just liked other people's pictures. I just liked everybody else. <laughs> yeah. But let's, let's draw you. some attention to a particular person, right? Celebrity. Let's bring our attention to Israel Holton and then we can move on, right? Because Israel Holton his Holy Spirit wasn't kicked up like mine and he posted Obama's picture, okay? Now, when he posted Obama's picture, everybody was jumping on, being negative and being nasty and doing all these other kind of things. Now, it was, he's a Christian, obviously he's a Christian artist and right. there were other Christians, other believers on his timeline, you know, throwing shade, throwing dust and all this other kind of thing. We even saw his wife say, hold on, swole now, y'all not gonna come for my man, okay? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Adrian Ballon, all right? Now, but what I do want to point out is how Israel Houghton handled his criticism. And I want to highlight him on this good Father's Day for it. Because although he was getting slack, he was in there. And I would have to say this probably is a Jack spirit that was laid upon Israel. And he just didn't know it at the time. But he went on there with the gist. With the nice nasty and i just loved it it was oh god bless you you know it's all right god bless you god loves you absolutely and i want to point out that although he was being criticized for his um viewpoint and although he was being criticized for his level of petty activity okay he still did not allow his response which we are responsible for our own responses he did not allow his response to be brought down to the level of the person whom we were not trying to honor on that day, okay? And I just wanna let everybody out there know, Christian especially, but even if you're not a Christian, we still need to, um, you know, allow ourselves to be seen and represented in a certain light because as of right now, diminishing that man is not the goal. The goal right now is that we need to continue to bring light on the social injustices that are happening in our society today. And we need to continue to tread the, you know, tread the journey, tread the path towards that. I don't want us to get so consumed with trying to bash somebody who obviously, I mean, not to say that the men don't deserve a little bashing, okay, because he do, but we have a bigger goal in mind. And that's my piece of the soapbox. I want us to stay focused on a bigger goal at mine because a whole day was dedicated to Obama Day and <laughs> it was nobody talking about no social injustice progression that day. So I just don't want us to lose sight of why we are, you know, um, pushing this train forward. Right. Okay. So fun yeah. shade for a little bit, but at the end of the day, there are bigger goals and bigger fists to fry. Absolutely. Right. I think and you touched on that, something. I think no, I think you touched on something well and, and, and we'll go go right on. But my, my thing is, and I want to reiterate that it's okay for you not to like Trump, you know, and, and, and that's fine, but that should not be the reason that you vote for someone else, if that makes sense. Um yeah. like have like know something about these candidates and these other people that are that is going to support you and going to support your community, not just oh, we got to get this guy to office. And and the silly thing that I see from a lot of Democrats is that is their platform, is that we got to get rid of Trump. And that's not, for me, that's not a solid trap. That's not a solid platform. Hmm. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but it's just not, that's not a good enough reason for me to vote. Hmm. I mean, well, listen, the Again, way he handled COVID-19 and the way he done handled Black Lives Matter, but see you are absolutely right and 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 because of that i know where i can't vote but how do i know i can vote for you if your only thing is let's not have that again like you need to bring something like like have a platform not not just we need to get rid of that right okay yeah we holding everybody accountable we holding go everybody being held accountable but just know this everybody in November, you know who you cannot vote for. So you figured out from that point. Because and we just can't, we, you figured out from there, but we just know who we cannot vote for. And vote in your primary, please. Those smaller, um, those smaller, um, voting, um, days mean more to you than just the presidency. I'm just, I'm just throwing that out there on the podcast. That's facts and facts. If you're not voting on the city and state level, what you doing? Nothing. I'll wait. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. <laughs> get on hand, get. Make sure you're voting on your city and state. 
Now, I'm going to go ahead and move this on because, you know, I, we as Totally Naked are very passionate about our political viewpoint and where we want to see this country going. And we can't waste the whole show talking about that. So let's jump on in and let's take it to the co-parenting situation because, you know, we need to talk about it, especially okay. in this day and age. Now, let me tell you guys why we picked Jax and his lovely co-parenter. Yeah. <laughs> and here's why because we have never seen I don't want to say never seen let me not speak so broadly for everybody else but Dominique has not seen someone so dedicated to their children's success someone so invested as a father someone who's unapologetically invested in their children um, as Jax has been. Not only that, but we've seen, well, I don't want to say seen because we ain't physically seen, but we have heard stories from Jax about how him and um, ex-wife now, Pache, has been able to work together as a real unit to be able to give the best possible situation for their children. And I have not seen personally two individuals that I have immediate access to be able to successfully co-parent um, co in the way that Pache and Jax have been able to do that. So we said, while we sitting on these jewels and on these nuggets, baby, we got to deliver it to the people, okay? <laughs> so with that being said, that is why we are delivering it to you from their perspective because y'all, they doing the darn thing for the millennials. Okay, they really showing us some 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 key things here. Would you agree, April? I do. I definitely agree. And so while we have everybody's ear, if you guys could be, and we'll just ask Miss Pache because we talk. Y'all hear from Jacks all the time, but we do not hear from Mrs. Pache. So could y'all just enlighten the listeners on your journey for co-parenting and you know how that began and what that looked like to start. Can you hear us, Pache? Yeah, okay. I'm here. Can you guys okay. hear me? Yes. Yeah. Okay, awesome. Thank you guys so much for having me on the show with you. Uh, Co-parenting has been a... It's a big deal. Because <laughs> okay. we don't want to do it wrong. <laughs> right. And, you know, we only get one chance to raise our kids. And when we decided that our marriage was not going to work, one thing we knew was that our kids had to be the most important thing at the forefront of every decision. We didn't want any baby mama drama, baby daddy, all those things that we hear about sometimes, but we just knew that we wanted to, we were already altering their world mm. and you know, shaking that up and we didn't want it to affect them any more than it had to. So as much as possible, we wanted to stay on the same page with things. We wanted to make sure we stay in communication because I've seen, uh, you know, in other uh, friends, family where the parents are not communicating well. So then the kids kind of slip in the cracks when they get away with more things than they normally would um, if both parents were in the same household. So, and that was kind of a big thing for me also was knowing that we have different parenting styles that complement each other so well. And I didn't want to lose that with us getting divorced. I wanted them right. to still be able to benefit from me kind of being like that really strict parent and sometimes not knowing when to let up with Jax saying, okay, you know, they're boys, they're okay. And, you know, kind of balancing that out. Mm -hmm. So that was um, that was a major factor when um, when we first decided to get divorced. Our biggest thing was how do we make this as easy as possible for the kids? I come from uh, my parents divorced when I was younger, and I think their example helped me and Jax. OK, kind of know which direction we wanted to go. Right. It is so weird. It is so weird for me to hear you call me Jack. You already know that. But go ahead. <laughs> I know. 
So <laughs> I haven't called him that in a long time. <laughs> what do you call Robert, him? But, Robert. 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 Oh, girl, call yes. him Robert. I, then, girl, don't give him no privileges on my show. Him <laughs> I used to call him Jackson when we first met. <laughs> but, 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 uh, but, but my parents that... uh, divorced. <laughs> What'd you say? That's <laughs> it, but then something changed that, but I'm not going to get in that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. I got <laughs> mad at him once too many times and started calling him by his real name. And I was like, you don't get a pet name anymore. <laughs> that part. <laughs> but, <laughs> but my parents divorced when I was younger, so they did really well with co-parenting. Uh, we did a lot of holidays together. We were able to celebrate mm-hmm. birthdays together. Even once my parents got remarried, um, they were both remarried. And we are honestly able to come together as one family on those occasions. There's no, you know, um, there's no bad vibes at all there. And so seeing that from my parents, I wanted that for my own kids. Um, I didn't want it to be, well, you know, call your daddy, you know, your daddy can't come here or, you know, just all that, all of that going through the kids. I wanted everything to be going through me and Jackson and us just trying to put out there the easiest, what is it, the road with with least resistance? Right. Right. So... Because I wonder, because if you know, because sometimes we can see something negative in a negative light, but you actually had a, a picture of how it could work. And so you were able to mirror that, you know, because. Right. I, mm-hmm. But I, and I think that I, I've seen it both ways. I grew up with it in a positive light, but then I had friends who just, they had a baby daddy. They did not talk to him. You know, it was just about child support or it was just a lot of different issues that they couldn't agree on and I knew I did not want that for us I agree Um, and at the end of the day I think it helped that we were still on good terms but I think it could be done anyway as long as you have a mutual respect for each other right Mm -hmm. right right the 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 most important thing for me was the um, communication piece Um, and for me in general that isn't easy um me actually speaking exactly what i'm feeling which is another reason that you know but 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 anyway we'll we'll, we'll get into that at at another day um but we actually when we first got divorced set aside um a time to um communicate i think it was tuesday nights maybe that that we were on the phone and and we talked about um uh what i saw out of the kids and what she saw out of the kids because sometimes uh kids will act differently with different parents but we wanted to make sure that we were on the same on the same wavelength we knew exactly what was going on if she said something and one of the kids was on punishment and they couldn't have tv just because they came over my house you're still not having tv like it's the like we needed to make sure that everything was was copacetic and and there was a a yin and a yang there to kind of consistency right and um Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people when they don't have that they are selfish because they want it to be their way and they're not thinking about the most important thing which is the kid you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So a, a yeah. lot of ad- adults, I think, are not, um, they're, they're just selfish and they want, um, they just want it done their way instead of looking at looking at what, what what's the most important thing out of all of this. Right. Right. I agree. I brought this topic up at a, um, at a little, I guess, function um, recently. And, you know, someone made the comment to say that it's not always possible for people to be able to co-parent with each other. And I challenged it a little bit. I said, I think it's possible as long as you're able to ring in, you know, where you and the other parent, if you're able to bring in the disagreements, ring in the negative feelings before it gets too far. Because a lot of times we let it get too far to the point where where Pache was saying, now you're dealing with, I only want to talk to you about money now. I only want to talk to you about other things because I just can't deal with you anymore. Me as the parent can't deal with the other parent anymore because they've let it gone too far. And unfortunately, children suffer from that. 
Right, and and that's an emotional thing, and and it right. come, and it can come both ways because in that case, the the woman needs to kind of get over her her emotions, <laughs> but the yeah. man also needs to make sure that he is not he is not turned off and disconnecting because of those emotions. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like you feel mm-hmm. as the man need to be kind of present and persistent, even though she's doing whatever. All you can do is do the best you can and help help her through those emotions, or wait until she gets over them. Right. And this is from a perspective of people who were married because I come from a different perspective. I'm also a single parent, but my, my perspective was we were very, very young when we had my son. We just grew apart. It wasn't a situation of anything bad happening. It wasn't a case of my heart was broken or anything like that. It was a case of, listen, we are actually kids. And now that we're growing and maturing into adults, you know, we realize that we're not the same. We're not the same people. However, we don't have a terrible co-parenting relationship. We don't have a terrible um, friendship, if, you know, for lack of better words. However, it's still not to the where I feel like you guys have arrived to. And not even just because we live in separate states, but, you know, I should be able to feel your presence in my son's life if your presence is that heavy, right? And so from that perspective of co-parenting, I can understand how it gets difficult because you don't want to force the other person's hand to step up and do something that they should do. You know, it's kind of like, absolutely. you know, I guess what I'm trying to say is, a lot of the times people don't feel like and i can say that for myself i don't feel like fighting with you about what you're supposed to do yeah, i don't yeah, feel yeah. like dragging you through our court to make you now, do what now, you want now, to do. now there's a there's a whole nother level to this um there's a whole nother level to this because and and i think um me and pache might have had this conversation be, before because i honestly to be completely transparent we went on totally naked i think that she was probably more prepared mentally to be a parent than I was, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Because it, yeah. it just is what, what it is. Um, and so the thing is, a lot of times, and you just said something that they should be, um, be you know, be, be stepping up and doing, but you mm-hmm. sometimes are asking somebody to do something that they aren't equipped to do. So you can say, well, you have a kid, and so now you need to be a father, but if they aren't equipped to be a father, you can say that as much as you want. You're not equipped right. to do it. That's almost like saying, okay, go ahead, and you need to go into battle, but don't put on none of this armor. Don't 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 put on anything. Just go out there and just fight. And that's not, that's not how things are. So a lot of times we just need to maybe take a step back and see it from that other person's perspective before telling somebody what they should and shouldn't do. You got to make sure they got the right, the right equipment in order to make it, to make it work. So how did you yeah. get, that's absolutely, that's, I totally agree with that because I do know, you know, when we first even got married, we didn't have to take a premarital class, but we did, we did a whole workshop just because we wanted to make sure that our communication was there. We wanted to make sure that we were equipped with the right tools to try to be as successful as possible in our marriage. So it was almost the same when we got divorced there's a, like a, I think it's called children first divorce class. It's not a requirement that you take it, but I wanted us to take it because I knew we had three kids, different ages. All of our boys are two years apart, but I knew it affect, it would affect each of them differently. And I wanted us to be as prepared as possible for how to handle what was going to come out of our divorce. So just things right. we didn't even think about. And I will say even, you know, we've been divorced, what, six years, I think. Yeah. So yeah. even now, I know just as, actually it was this year in 2020, uh, we were making the decision kind of separately, but also it involved our kids. So we wanted to consult each other and we ended up going to see a counselor just to talk it over with a third party. Just right. so we know that we are putting our kids first. If we're not thinking of like how this might affect them, we wanted that third party to say, well, did you think about this? Did you think about that? So Mm -hmm. we're just always trying to stay as equipped as possible because we don't know everything. We come from 
you know, with our backgrounds, if our parents weren't in our household, mm-hmm. that can change the things that, you know, uh, the tools you bring to your own adult life. Right. right. And so when you don't have those tools, go out and find them is the, the big thing. Like right. I researched like the the work we did for before we got married, that wasn't really well advertised. It wasn't anything I knew of anyone else doing. Wow. But I was trying to find something that would speak to both me and Jackson. Same right. with when we got divorced. It was okay. I don't really see the resources out here, but I'm going to do whatever I can to find them or talk to whoever we can if we need to speak with someone in the church, if we need to speak with someone in our family that might just give us a different outlook on things. So don't be afraid to ask for help to get those tools that you need. Right. That's good. Can I ask a question? Um, And you don't have to really go too deep into it, but just for for our viewers, at what point do you both feel that you started separating my emotions from, you know, the relationship aspect of it to saying we, we truly need to just start straight focusing on the co-parenting aspect of your new normal. Does that make sense? What I'm asking. It does. Jackson, do you want to. Oh, you can go ahead. So for me, (laughs) there's so many different layers that come with a divorce. So when we first got divorced, we we were in an okay place, but you know, you could be okay one day and then I could see your family on TV in a commercial and be like, oh, I want my family back, you know? (laughs) So my emotions would go up and down a lot with that just because I knew at the end of the day I felt like I was changing life for my kids and I didn't want to do that also Jackson and I had a friendship as well so there's a part of that where initially when we got divorced I felt like we kind of lost a little bit of the friendship just because that's a lot of change you know divorce isn't meant to be something easy and happy so i know for me it probably took a couple of years honestly for me to be able to separate my emotions between just co-parenting and also not being married i don't know that it always showed to jackson but Mm -hmm. i know that i did internalize some things just being a woman being a mom and wanting to always know i'm that we made the right decision. Right. So it took me a couple of years probably, but we still co-parented well in the beginning, even throughout that time. It wasn't mm-hmm. really high emotion or anything like that, but probably internally, I still carried a lot initially. Okay. I, um, <clears throat> um, I'm, I'm very business-like um, when it comes to... Um, the emotional side and and that might be a bad thing um i can switch gears pretty easily i'm very good at um compartmentalizing uh one aspect of my life from another so a lot of the times it will look as though i'm emotionless because i'm about business when it comes to handling my kids even though i know i should be emotionally in tune with their mother but sometimes Mm -hmm. you can come off as emotionless because I'm, I'm in my head. I'm about business and trying to do things right for for my kids. And and, uh, and somebody who really doesn't know me might not get that. But I guess. But I think as people get to know me, they understand that it's not emotionless. It's that my when I take off one 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 hat, I put on another one. I don't wear two hats at a time. And right. I'm, and, and I guess it might be a big difference between man and woman as well because I'm me. I'm one or the other. I, it's hard for me to do both mm-hmm. at the same time. And I do agree with what he said. I think that made it, sorry. Um, It's just a little bit difficult for me because he can be so business-like. Like, Like it's just the next transaction. It's the next thing on the to-do list. He's really big on the to-do list. Like, okay, I checked off this on my to-do list for the boys. I checked off that for co-parenting. I checked off that. But for me, it seemed like it went from 
you know, us being one unit to now we're a, a to-do list almost or a, but that's just how Jackson kind of had to process things for him and I process in a much different way. So I think that's why it was probably harder for me initially Right. As far as my emotions go, because he just completely turned off his emotions is what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it. And and the thing is, the thing is, I wish because at at this point, at this point, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, at this point, I think we're probably better friends than we were when we were married because it's like now we like like know each other instead of just absolutely trying to get work done does that does that make sense like it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a different it's a different dynamic when when we got married take taking y'all back in time for a little bit there was just a lot going on i mean we had kids i was going over to iraq for 16 months um we were like buying houses and cars and we were spitting out more kids and trying to go on cruises and everything right. and spitting out more kids and then all of a sudden it was like oh wait we, we have to like like do stuff together without things happening <laughs> right, right, and right. it just—it just—it was a different. It's, it's just different. It's just—I I can't really explain it. You just kind of grow in separate ways, I guess. Right. One of my questions for Pache is that you know, being that Jax does have a different personality from you, like you actually have some things in your in your heart and in your mind that you know what. We both want to raise these um, our boys um, in a um, healthy in a healthy fashion, but you know he has his way. I have my way of handling it. How did you present that information to him? Because I know that sometimes some guys aren't always receptive to going to talk to somebody or like a new idea. Like, okay, yeah, I think we should do this class. Like, was it easy for you to present that to him, or um, did you like what was your way of approaching him with that? <laughs> No, nothing is ever easy to present to Jackson. But (laughs) I think that initially when we first got divorced and started our co-parenting and time sharing agreement to, you know, how often the boy would, our boys would see him, whether that would be every other weekend, how many times during the week. One thing that really spoke to me was that I know a lot of people, um, they might get their children once during the week, maybe on Wednesday night and then every other weekend. And I remember Jackson saying he wanted to get them on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So he already was. Had his days. Well, it's showing me something different. So I think in, although where he is hard for him to communicate with things sometimes, I could see how much he wanted to be in the boys' lives, that that was not going to change. I could see that he was the one that actually came up with the idea, I believe. Didn't you come up with the idea, Robert, to do the weekly call? Yep. Yep. So, and that was a big thing for me because I know how hard it is for him to communicate sometimes. And the fact that we were going to be able to put the kids to bed one night and then every week, no, anything we, that needed to pertain to the boys, we could talk about and bring mm-hmm. to each other. And it just made it, I think having that weekly call initially made co-parenting so much easier when it came to sharing information, number one. Um, even things that were hard to talk about, it was, well, this is the, this is the platform to do that right now, is on this call. Right. So... I think from I think knowing how hard he was trying softened me up a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> and just made that possible for us to really stay on the same page and yeah I have a question for y'all both like so what if because you talk about like the fact that he was open to it you know and that he actually did give you some he gave interest in the boys what if it was on the flip side and you had a um husband or even you know like a dom's case where you are a single parent and they're not as receptive or don't seem as interested not that they don't love their children but maybe just don't seem as interested maybe it's some animosity there with the parent even right because it could have been a really bad break a really bad divorce which was not the case for us but we know that is excuse me typically a lot of the ways divorces go i think that 
involving a third party sometimes is a good idea. So whether you go, there has to be someone that can get you both to hear each other. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. even if that might just be a family member, your your in-laws, your your parents to say like, this is about the kids. You guys can just sit down and talk about these things. Um, so I would say either getting a third party, I don't think family is always best, um, which is <laughs> That's why, for sure. That's right, for sure. which is why we them... said how we went to a counselor and right. just to have another, someone else to bounce these ideas off of. Yeah. Right. But I and think I that's really important. Right. I can't say that I was the most open when it came to um, going to counselors. Did I go? Yes. Because my my then wife or, you know, wanted me to, to, to go. The the funny thing is, I remember the one of the courses that, that we took, I, I didn't want to go to. I mean, I, I don't. But again, if you want to go, we'll go ahead and go. We ended up being. <laughs> the one at the but hold up. We, no, no, this was not the one at church. This was with, um, I, it was a black couple who was doing it. But the thing is, they ended up asking us if we wanted to, like, teach it. Because my thing is, I might not want to go, but when I am in something, I'm in, like, I'm all in. Like, I'm yeah. here, I might as well be all in. So I'm not going to be here and, and like, half-ass it. So I, I, they ended up, do you remember that? I can't remember the, 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 the black couple's name, but they asked <laughs> us if they wanted to help teach them. Yes, I do remember her. Um, her name was Aaliyah. Aaliyah Lux. Yes. Yes. And, uh, yes. I don't remember the guy's name, but that was that first class we did for, uh, before we got married. And right. after we got married and had our oldest son, Bobby, they did reach out to us about being one of the couples to teach it. And we were like, we what? just got married. We don't know what we're doing either. But, but I think the biggest thing they saw was that we were eager to learn. We were really trying to soak up all of the information they gave us. Right. So they would give us different exercises to do from week to week to say, okay, if you have a conflict, this is how you resolve conflict. We would go home and practice those things. And that was difficult oh, for Robert. You know, for me, I'm all about it. Let's talk about all our feelings. Let's write everything that this book said. And I have three more books for us to look at. <laughs> but that was not, <laughs> that's not Robert at all. So I've called you three different names on here. I know. So I know. that's not. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think they could see that we were just so eager to soak up everything they were trying to teach us. But the one class I thought you were talking about was the one we did at First Baptist downtown. Do you remember when we did that? It was we were still married when we did it. Yes, and and it was like a um, it was like a two day thing, wasn't it? Right, it was a weekend, like a yeah. weekend retreat yeah. kind of thing. I, do, yes. I I remember. Yeah, I remember. But um, yeah. but so. Listen, I believe in if there's some resources out here, we're going to tap into them. And I do that for everything, whether that has been our marriage, parenting, when it comes down to what school should the boys go to. Th I would say those are the things that get difficult when you're co-parenting, honestly, yeah. or they can. And that's probably where I've had the most hesitation about approaching Jackson is if I want to make a change for the boys that I just feel very passionate about and I know he's not going to see it my way I get really apprehensive about bringing that up but even with those things we have talked it through we make a pros and cons list and we there's not been a case that we've not come out in agreement Actually. Right, 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 and That's and even awesome. if we not even if she feels more passionate about it, well, I feel more passionate about it. We agree and we all in with it. It, it is the decision. Like there isn't right. one person trying to pull the other way. That's our decision. Right, makes sense. I have with one Cole, question. Okay, can I ask this? Okay, so if like just like because right now you guys are talking about co-parenting and how the things that you guys are doing, like with the resources that you guys have done and communication mm -hmm. being like number one. Like, is there something that you guys see that by not being under the same roof is tough? Even though, because to me, you guys have like that Will and Jada Pickett Smith, like y'all like mm -hmm. going, yeah. Where, you know, <laughs> believe that they vacationing together. That you know, like you guys do a right. lot. 
together. So, so I guess the question would be to like with you not being under the same roof is there something that you guys feel like you know what the boys are missing or do you feel like they're getting everything because you guys are doing such a great job at communication i, I never feel like i'm doing oh my and and this has something to do with my per personality i always feel like yeah i'm doing an okay job but i could be doing more i could be doing better i could be doing and that's i think a personality of mine that I that needs to change but I'm always going to be striving to do something more and something better um as far as them missing something of not living under both of our rules um I'm sorry not living under a roof with both of us under it I I don't think so because we are we if if we feel like we need to get together we'll get together um, she and I have been on vacation and everything um, with the boys as divorcees and our kids I mean this is they get what they what they need from each parent I think um, and so uh, and again as long as we're on the same accord and, and there's some some good communication coming between the, the both of us there isn't anything that they are missing I grew up without my, my father so I could be doing overkill making sure that they don't have the feelings that I had growing up and I mean it is what it is like I just want to make sure that they don't have that that sense of um, abandonment or or not being good enough for somebody to stay around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I Yeah, that's good. That's good. So do you guys think that with the new COVID-19 pandemic mm-hmm. that's going on, has that given you guys more challenges or do you feel like, listen, COVID didn't stop this show at all? Well, <laughs> I would say initially for both of us, we are both self-employed entrepreneurs. So when COVID hit, that was just a huge stress and a big change just in our households in general because of the stress that came with COVID. Then coming with that is we have three boys that are school age kids. So everything went to virtual schooling. Mm-hmm. The kind of work I do, I own a daycare and I could not really pull away from what I do every day to do their virtual schooling. And that was a huge stressor. But very quickly, Jackson was like, I got their school. They're going to be doing the virtual schooling with me during the day. And but it really forced us actually to have to depend on each other more than we ever have. Mm-hmm. Probably more than we did than we had to even be married, right? Uh, because it was such a huge life changer, or it could have been for the boys with them not being in school or you know physical school, us having to do the virtual school. Our kids make you know pretty good grades; they're great kids. We didn't want any of that to suffer. And I could see, number one, how them being home every day was already affecting each of them in different ways. My youngest, he's all about his schoolwork. He had a meltdown the very first day of virtual school because he thought he wasn't going to get logged in. And for me, I'm more emotional. So I know there was one day that me and my middle kid were at the kitchen table both crying during the virtual school because we could not figure something out but at the same time Jackson has such a different personality and he that's where that yin-yang comes in and that balance so I do honestly feel like they miss a bit of that and I'm always going to feel that way because I'm always going to feel a little bit of guilt for our family not staying together just because I want them to grow up in a two-parent household. But we try to do as best as we can without being in the same household. But I do feel that just that balance, they don't always get that balance between both parents because at certain points, I'm going to be the only one they're interacting with. So I'm really high-strung right now because of all the stress from COVID or this or that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't want it to affect them so much as it maybe it wouldn't if they had another parent that was in the household to say hey posh they're good we're all good so we had to go the extra mile to do that for each other actually and we did kind of check in with each other during COVID to say okay how are you doing how are you mentally Mm -hmm. how are you financially because it affected a lot of things but my biggest thing was the financial part we can get past 
But if we're not good and mentally stable for our kids, that can affect them long term. So we right. can't wig out right now because of what's going on in our in our world. We have to still be, you know, one team, check in on each other, which we did a lot of. And actually, we continue to do a lot of still right now because we're still feeling the effects of COVID. Yeah, yeah, right. 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 I, I think you touched on some 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 beautiful things, um, especially the whole um, and and I'm 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 just going to speak on. It. I was trying not to, but but I am. Um, the whole um, financial situation, um, and I know people have their own feelings about you know uh, so supporting you know your ex wife and 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 or, or ex husband or whatever it is. But the, the thing about it is the financial part of it. The reason why I I, I don't want to say, oh my God, um, I I I, I want to make sure I'm using the right words when it comes to this. In my head, if my if the mother of my kids is not taken care of, my kids are not taken care of. And mm-hmm. so if that means that some cash has to be placed there, cash has to be placed there because how are my kids going to be taken care of? Right. If she is not. Does, does that make sense? And, right. and, she is, mm-hmm. uh, and she is overly concerned about my my uh, my uh, mental state, which I which I one hundred percent agree because my, again my my thoughts can go all different kinds of ways. And mm-hmm. a lot of times, her and her great mom. By the way, she has an excellent excellent mom. That is that is my hey, favorite. Mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, she um they they will check on me just to make sure that that I'm that I'm in good spirits that I'm doing you know I me mean, that that my, my thoughts are where they should be because I think from us being married she understands that um I can be I can be very strong in certain spaces but then in other spaces I may need some assistance and she's just very good at mm-hmm. sensing when I'm going to need some assistance if that makes sense right mhm mm-hmm. <laughs> yep and I will get advice versa though it does. Because even with us being divorced and even remaining friends, we have a good co-parenting relationship. I can honestly say we're friends, but we're not the type of friends where we're on the phone talking every day. Like we have our own life. You know what I'm saying? Right. We do mostly mm-hmm. communicate about the boys, but I can send him one text that he'll pick out that keyword and say, okay, this is one of those times I actually need to pick up the phone and call her versus just texting her back in an hour or whatever. That just happened what, Friday? Uh, Yes. (laughs) 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 Just happened Friday. So, and that's why I feel like we're still supportive to each other. But I know that it's not, you know, I, I feel like we got lucky and we do try hard to keep it with the good communication and all about the kids. And I know that's just not possible for everyone, but I do right. think the communication has to be the number one thing and keeping the kids as the main focus. I know for um, one quick thing, I meant to say this earlier, when we first got divorced, our kids never really played us against each other when we were married when we were in the same household, they never played us against each other. Ever. And it was so crazy to me that when we initially got divorced, I mean, our kids, I think they were two, four, and six, maybe, years old. And mm-hmm. my, my was it the middle one or the it third? Was. Yes, it so was he, middle our middle one. Yeah, well, I am. Yes, he yeah. knew... Uh. He knew, like, okay, if I'm having a bad day, if I don't want to do something mommy said, I'm going to say I want to go to daddy's house. Well, I want to call daddy. I want to go to daddy's house. And I'm looking at him like, who is this kid? Because you never (laughs) tried to play us against each other, you know. Uh, And and our youngest did it a little bit. Our oldest never gave us any real issues with that. But seeing that made me, I remember telling Jackson, we have to stay in communication because they're going to try to pit us against each other. They're going to, just because they saw it in and kids are intelligent. And that middle one, he saw it in like, ooh, I might be able to get away with something right now. (laughs) (laughs) So, and it's really funny because they're such green kids. And so they don't really get into any trouble, but it would just be the little things. And, uh, 
So it just yeah. made us want to stay more on top of everything and communicate even better. Yeah. Listen, that's awesome. And your your kids are amazing. They are amazing. They are respectful. They are sure of themselves. They know exactly what they you know want. And I'm gonna tell you, Pache, especially Bobby. I because yes. when we first started doing totally naked and the kids would be at the house while we were recording, and I would say production because Bobby <laughs> said he wanted to help us. And Bobby right. told me one day, listen, don't call me Look, production. Right. <laughs> My name is Bobby. I said, I said, Bobby, I am so sorry. Okay, I will not that, call you production no more. That was too funny. That because he, he, and he meant that thing. I don't call me production. Don't, don't call me production. I said, Bobby, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, I done crossed the line. And I apologize for that. <laughs> And you know what? That's funny, though, because Robert has helped me see also. Here we go. with another name. Robert has helped me right. see also that they have their own personalities mm-hmm. and it's OK for them to express their personalities and be different. It's for me, it's me and my little brother were nine years apart, so I'm not close in age with my siblings. Robert is his siblings are very close in age which I loved about his family when we met was that they were all so close in age and I knew I wanted to have our kids close in age just so they could grow up close uh, that close relationship but I didn't I didn't understand the, the dynamics of siblings relationships and or even just that you have two kids they're not going to be exactly the same I thought me and my little brother were different because I'm a girl, he's a boy. There's nine years between us, so we kind of grew up in different decades and this and that, times that changed. But to see our kids' personalities, I sometimes didn't know how to embrace that really and Robert would really help with that. So those are those, really, those, are those things that I didn't want the boys to miss out on though, is that, right. you know, like I'm saying, if I couldn't embrace that in one of them because I just didn't have I didn't have the tools or the experiences to know that this is how a sibling relationship goes or this is how it is when you have a middle child or what have you, Robert was there to say, it's okay. Like, chill. Right. They're good. He's just, he's the comedian. And this is right. the this. <laughs> right. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I know we, we're trying to draw to, to a close and everything, but I want to make sure that that, yes, we know that communication is great. But another thing is trust. My, my thing is you have to trust the other parent to make good decisions for your kids. Um, so my thing is I did. There are a lot of things that 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 she she will do and, you know, will, will tell me. And my response would be, I mean, I, I trust you with that. Just do what you, you want to, you know, just make the, the, the decision because I trust you as a parent in order to do that because I know she's not going to do anything that's going to physically harm the unit, physically harm the, the kids or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So just, I, I right. trust you with the life of, of, of the kids. So just be sure of it and make that decision. Right. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Nuggets. 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 Okay, they've been dropping bombs. And we... And we are getting to the close of our show, which, you know, I really could talk to you guys a little longer about this. I am personally myself learning so many different tools that I can also implement and and utilize in my own co-parenting um, relationship. So I'm so, you know, I'm just soaking it all in. And, and hearing you guys even talk on this show so you know, um, you can hear that there's still friendship there. You can hear that there's still love there. And and not necessarily saying like a romantic love, I'm just saying that there is a love and a care that you both share, not only for each other, but also for the family unit that, although, you know, like you were saying, Pache, that's not how you wanted to see your family end up. But although that's the way that the, that's the way that it went, you guys were able to still secure and protect what was necessary in order to properly raise your children and be there for each other. And I think that that is, like I said, co-parenting done right. 
that's co-parenting done right. <laughs> so just a real quick right. Honestly, I know we got the co in front of it, but I think it's just parenting mm-hmm. done right because like there yeah, are true. That the truth of the matter is there are people that stay under the same roof and the communication isn't as great as your two, like the, the two of yours, um, that they're, right. you know, are not on one accord. And like, maybe sometimes not even always, um, being able to have the, the, the children's best interest, not because they don't want to, but it's just that it may be a difficult thing for them to be able to communicate what it is. I think communicate is like the, the word of the day for you guys right. in the right. show. Parenting. Right. Okay. Um, but right. no, we, we appreciate you guys. You guys are really doing a phenomenal job. It's to be admired. Yes, it is. And guys, keep it up. Your inspiration. I know you guys are doing what is just best for your family. And you're just trying to make it from a day one, day two, day three, day four. But what you're doing is an inspiration to, to other people that you come in contact with, regardless if you really realize that or not. You are an inspiration for your friends, per se, I'm sure. Jax definitely has been an inspiration um, to me, to me being a single mom and just being able to see how well you guys are doing it is such an inspiration for me. And it's it makes me feel it's possible, right? And and so that I'm grateful to you guys. God bless both of you i think that we all go through what we go through for other people like that's just how it happens you know i i was pregnant at 15 so i can help another pregnant 15 year old right so you know i think it's awesome but i do want to just say again pache thank you girl thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come and um talk with us and to share your wisdom with us and to to honestly you know be transparent and open enough to share your your journey and your story with not only us the co-host but our viewers as well listen totally naked loves you girl and we love jacks too (laughs) thank you guys it's been great getting to know you guys and having this conversation i'm always available to talk about kids that's my passion yes. so i will go on and on for days um, right but uh it, it's been it's been a great experience raising kids with robert so right oh, absolutely and awesome. thank you so much i really appreciate that and yes yeah, she can talk about kids she's an entrepreneur <laughs> she owns her own daycare posh posh child care um she, she, <laughs> but she uh, makes t-shirts she she can she can do whatever she's she's great she's awesome <laughs> Okay, Pache, girl, we might have to pull you to side for some business talk. Okay, I agree. <laughs> That's right. That's definitely. You want a next vacation with you too? Vacation with y'all. Well, we just want to say thank you to our Totally Naked Nation riding with us and hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. We just want to remind you that you can have successful co-parenting and let's just cross off the co. You can have successful parenting um, for your children. If we keep a few things in mind, number one, mutual respect. You have to have mutual respect and communication with the other person that you are co-parenting with right it's it has to be consistency there you can't do something day one and not continue to do it day two three four we have to be consistent with what we are doing also you have to understand that you may not be over the hurt that could have transpired between the personal relationship but we cannot allow that hurt to get into the way of us parenting our children our hurt is secondary to the success of our children. And we need to keep that in the forefront of our minds. And then lastly, trust each other. Figure it out. If you you don't trust this person with your heart, you have to understand your heart is a little separate. Well, not a little, a lot separate from how they're going to treat and take care of their children. And you would need to rebuild the trust if not for your own, you know, personal situation, but rebuild the trust so you can be able to parent the proper way. Well, we love you guys truly. Please drop comments below. Let us know about your co-parenting journey. Is there something that we didn't talk about that we should know about? Hey, hook the sister up because I'm willing to learn it all. We love you. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and please, guys, if you are feeling this information, if you thought this was great, share it 
share it, allow it to be a blessing to other people. Again, we love you and we're checking out. Bye, everybody. Father's Day. Bye. Happy Father's Day. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.